This episode, we're going to talk about Hep B. Uh, remembering the diagnostic markers for hepatitis for Hep B are Hep B surface antigen, as opposed to the other Heps, which are all antibodies. Hep A antibodies and Hep B antibodies. The natural history of Hep B is that 95% of people will clear Hep B, but 5% of people will go on to become carriers. Some of these will go on to develop chronic active hepatitis which can then lead to cirrhosis and uh, hepatocellular carcinoma. Chronic hep B is defined as having hep B surface antigen for at least six months, and the phases, there's five phases, they're related to viral load and ongoing damage to the liver. You can treat in phases two and four. Uh, 15 to 40% lifetime risk that your chronic hepatitis, if you get it, will go on to develop cirrhosis, and a 1.3 to 2.5 per annum risk that your chronic hep B will go on to develop cirrhosis. Uh, and that's a bit contrasted to infant-acquired infections, of which 95% will go on to become chronic infectious hepatitis. Uh, so the transmission route of hep B is blood, percutaneous, sex workers, perinatal, close prolonged family contact. Uh, who's at risk of contracting it? It's babies born to hep B mothers, which collectors, healthcare workers, household contacts of HEP-B carriers, IV drug users, many have sex with men, prisoners, sex industry workers and travellers to endemic areas. Features of exam you want to elicit are BMI OBS, spina nevi, uh, palmar erythema, leukonychia, gynecomastia, hepatosplenomegaly, caput-producer ascites and varices. The serology of HEP-B, the tests available, uh, your hep B surface antigen, that's your yes-no screening test. That indicates acute or persistent infection. That you've got either got acute infection or you're a chronic active hepatitis. Uh, antibody to the surface is the opposite of antigen to the surface. So antibodies indicate past infection and immunity, like you've mounted an immune response and you've cleared it. Antibodies to the core... Uh, IgM is a recent and continuing infection, and IgG is a past infection. If you've got HbE antigen, you're highly infectious. If you've got antibodies to HbE, you're seroconverted. Uh, and the level of H, hepatitis B DNA, indicates the amount of recirculating and replicating virus. If you do have exposure to Hep B, you can undergo post-exposure prophylaxis. Um, so the mainstay of that is vaccine within 24 hours to a max of 14 days. In certain circumstances, you can do Hep B immunoglobulin, but the details are on the CDC website. Uh, so you would treat Hep B if you have a patient in phase two or phase four, all your patients with cirrhosis. Uh, the treatment's not that effective with a 25% success rate, 25% remission rate, and 50% failure rate. The treatment options are, you want to basically refer to a specialist, but they would consider pegulated interferon alpha, entecavir, tenofovir. Other things you can do are avoid alcohol and hepatotoxic drugs, avoid transmission to others, uh, and down the track maybe you can get a liver transplant, though these often fail, and you wouldn't get one. Um, the benefits of offering hep B treatment are that it prevents further damage, reverses necrosis, and reduces the risk of liver cancer. 
And as we said before, the lifetime risk that your chronic hep B develops into cirrhosis is 4 to 15 to 40% over your lifetime, or 1.3 to 2.5% per annum. And the risk that your cirrhosis develops into cancer is 6 to 15% in five years, and 20 to 23% in five years of liver failure. So the overall management of patients with chronic hep B and cirrhosis would include hepatocellular carcinoma surveillance six-monthly, medication monitoring to check for antiviral adherence, vaccinations with flu, pneumococcal and hep A, lifestyle modifications, so talking about smoking and alcohol, and weight loss advice to improve fatty liver. The surveillance you want to do is 12-monthly LFTs, hep B E antigen and hep B DNA. And you'd surveil for hepatocellular carcinoma every six months. The signs and symptoms of cirrhosis are stiff liver edge, spidonevia, ascites, edema, and jaundice. And the fibro scan reading that would suggest cirrhosis is greater than 12.5 kilopascals. And in order to prevent transmission to others, you want to tell patients to not donate blood or body organs, not share needles, advise healthcare workers, including dentists, not share intimate equipment like toothbrushes or razors, wash up blood spills with household bleach, cover up cuts or wounds with dressing, safe sex and no tattooing.